Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 2. I really gotta get, I really have to get an air report effect. I do it every episode. Y'all should be used to it by the now. <laughs> this week, we are heading to Theme Park Court for the first time this year, this decade, this season. And it's with a very, very big debate in the theme park community. <laughs> a little controversial, a little fun. Um, but I'm very excited for it, and you should be too. Because today, we are here to settle once and for all which nighttime spectacular is better in my personal opinion as a judge um (laughs) wishes or happily ever after yes i said it wishes or happily ever after you heard that right so get ready buckle up keep all hands up inside the ride pulling the yellow strap because we're about to start for it (laughs) but before we begin i need to introduce you to our amazing guest, my two wonderful lawyers for this episode. <laughs> um, representing Wishes, we have Lauren. Hello. And representing Happily Ever After, a newcomer to the show, welcome Shy. Hello. I am so happy to have you both on here. Thank you so much for um, taking Thank on you. this intense court case in the theme park community. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, you both graduated Yale, I know. Um, so that was fantastic. Uh, Harvard. Oh, I'm you. so sorry mm-hmm. that I was completely incorrect. I also gra- graduated Harvard. Um, yeah, um, I definitely graduated with the law degree. <laughs> I didn't only get an associate's. I we're totally have my Elwoods. law degree. Yes, we're all L- <laughs> <laughs> This is going to make me sound so like millennial and also not millennial. But as soon as you said that, it made me think of that meme where they're like... Uh, somebody singing Victoria Justice stands up. I think we're all Elwood. <laughs> we're all guys. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. But with that being said, for those of you who are joining us for this time for your very first theme park court case, here's how it here's how it goes. Each lawyer is given three sections to debate. We will go back and forth. Uh, one section at a time until we get to our uh, final section and then I will make a verdict for that so you can send all your hate to me if you want to send hate. I've never gotten hate before but if you want to with this one send it right to me. I'm also, ready. Also please don't because be be nice we're all, <laughs> it's all just fun Yes, be nice. This is not serious. I'm a single person who is deciding on a multi-million dollar company's decision to change a fireworks show. It's not that big. Like... <laughs> I'm nobody. We have all of the influence in the world, don't worry. Yes, we totally do. I literally, we just got a new CEO, if y'all didn't see. Um, Personally, I'm going to say ew. Seriously, though, we did. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It is a choice. Um, (laughs) uh, And that new CEO is me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You wish. Oh, my goodness. No, I don't. That'd be too much stress. I can't handle that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Oh, also... uh, before we start i want to say uh happy late mardi gras to everybody because today is mardi gras the day we are recording oh Uh, it is yeah i totally didn't realize till i got to work and somebody said happy mardi gras and i was like what someone (laughs) on my snapchat is in new orleans they're posting pictures and just like the streets are so flooded that is exciting Mm -hmm. and terrifying at the same time mm -hmm. i hope that friends stay safe and has a wonderful time yes and if you're at universal (laughs) celebrating have a good time there get some beats oh universal's so fun for mardi gras i love universal my first trip in like the late 90s um to make myself sound old (laughs) um wow uh thanks (laughs) we um we went during mardi gras and it was it's a very good memory of mine Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun um 
But like I was saying, we are going to go back and forth in these three sections. And the three sections we are debating today are, one, the music of each show, two, the pyrotechnics slash effects of the show, and three, the story of each show. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Court is in session. I need my gavel. <laughs> Which was a highlighter and probably not the best idea to um, bang a highlighter on something over a carpet. <laughs> um, no, just off. Don't do that. <clears throat> but let's go ahead and start. And let's start with Lauren because we're starting with Wishes. Lauren, tell us about the music of the show. Okay. <laughs> First off, let me just say I had a little bit of a refresher because I saw Wishes in 2016 for my very first Disney trip and I think I saw it oh five different times while I was there in that single trip and I became so in love and every time that show starts and you just hear the melody and that sweet sweet girl starts singing (laughs) starlight star Come on, vocals. Yes. (laughs) Okay. But for real, like, the music just, it it brings out the child in Mm -hmm. you. I feel like the music of Wishes really, with the original music that they sing and, like, the movie music, it just, they really hone in on truly, like, some of the 90s kids Mm -hmm. and, like, the 80s kids and they really get like, you know, the Little Mermaid, Cinderella, Snow White, um, Sleeping Beauty, Hercules. Oh my gosh, when they start playing Go the Distance, that theme just gives me goosebumps every time. But really, like the core to me of Wishes is the music brings out the child of you, of wishing to be, you know, whatever you want to wish for I mean that's the whole point of the show which we'll get to that later <laughs> so for no me spoilers. I, no yeah no spoilers <laughs> even though we just said it <laughs> no spoilers cancel show but no spoilers <laughs> yeah so for me wishes it just it, it makes you smile makes you cry it really shows that a lot of the Disney movies that they show off in the show are very, you know, the idea of wishful thinking. I mean, think about mm-hmm. Aladdin and his three wishes, or Ariel wishing to be a part of the world of Eric, mm-hmm. and Snow White wishing and hoping that her prince would come. I mean, mm-hmm. it just, it makes you feel things. <laughs> it, I, I can definitely agree with you there. The, the music was very emotional and just uh being able to to hear the characters wish for what they've been longing for mm-hmm. it, it it really hit home um in mm-hmm. the heart and i definitely feel you there so i think yeah. you're making really good points right there and when it's like you. like you're like you said it was your first time at disney and i'm sure you've probably been wanting to go to disney all your life and you get there and oh my like, gosh oh, I, was, I was wishing for this and now it's coming true it's kind of a surreal moment being in front of absolutely absolutely because i can tell you that the first time i laid my eyes upon cinderella's castle Mm. and the first time seeing that show i went Mm. with my mom by the way and my mom is my dearest dearest Mm -hmm. friend and i love my mom and she's my disney girl i love your mom too and she her and i just 
we hugged and cried and mm-hmm. just we were so just happy that we got to have this experience mm-hmm. together and so we had we got our wish and then we got to see the wishes of all of these characters that we love so much so mm-hmm. it definitely it just hits home and it just it makes you become a child again even if you're mm-hmm. at the time my mom was what 56 mm-hmm. and I was 21 so mm-hmm. it's like you you got to embrace your inner child sometimes you and can't you, always be a hard hitting adult and you you grew up with those movies those, they didn't use a lot of modern movies and wishes cuz it hadn't been updated so a lot of it it was Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast even some older one with the parents exactly so they yes yeah and also, I'm just going to say that the, the, a huge nostalgia factor, because that show ran for like 15, 16 something mm-hmm. years. From like, like, yeah, from like 2003 to yeah. 2017. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was it was there for like at, at least it was there for at least over a decade. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that that's a very hard hitter, especially the music. Like it still puts mm-hmm. a tear in my eye today. And I'm somebody who never even got to see wishes up i've seen it but i never got to see it up close in person because mm-hmm. uh when i would go my family was always like okay we're getting out of here on the ferry boat while the fireworks are going on so we can get out and i'm like yes, okay yes fair mm-hmm. understand but also I yeah watch it <laughs> exactly so i definitely think you made amazing points with that um that was fantastic thank and... you i rest my case <laughs> <laughs> already <laughs> No, just for that section. <laughs> I'm acting like I know anything about court. If you, if anybody's ever listened to any of these episodes, you know I don't know anything. Well, Lawyers turn off. Look away. <laughs> Elwood does not avert your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the most I know about court is legally blonde and legally blonde. <laughs> <laughs> like not even CSI or anything. It's legally blonde. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There was awesome. one day I watched Legally Blonde Musical like four times in a row, and my fiance no, would like there. attest to that. I was sick on the couch, and he eventually like knew the words by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Legally Blonde the Musical, um, and uh, it deserves. Uh, I-, I want. I want a um, a revival on Broadway. <laughs> yes. ASAP. Uh, I won't go see it because I can't afford it, but I still want it. <laughs> I still want it. I wait for the bootleg. Um, <laughs> um, such a good show um but yeah we're gonna move over to cheyenne cheyenne tell us uh, your arguments for the music of happily ever after okay so it kind of throws off of um plays off of wishes being the older music since it is new and updated i feel like it really plays to that audience that grew up so now we're in our in our early late 20s or something around that right Mm. and so a lot of the music is about like actually going through the motions of making dreams come true you're not just wishing if that if that That, makes sense in a way yeah wow on the head right there that is such a good point because Um, that show absolutely mm -hmm. the music and then I, I love the the theme song happily ever after I feel like it's so beautifully done um it just yeah the amazing voices there in that song I, I find myself like singing that song for my entire trip when I'm there it just like kind of plays in my head oh I sing it all the way to work like at, <laughs> least, at least two or three times a month yes you have to sometimes I'll play like the full instrumental of the show like, oh I have to oh I, but I can't God. do it because I'll cry same yeah. for wishes like I can't listen yes. to the full instrumental because I'll for cry real. Both of them. for real um, 
And I like how it wasn't, the music is, it's all pretty much Disney songs, but some are, some are covers or things like that, or just instrumentals. And I feel like the scoring is really nicely because it's not just overtly, here's like a Disney song, but it either like plays in the background or things mm-hmm. like that. Like right before the, the buildup for when they sing Go the Distance, it kind of plays in the background and you can feel that like tension building. And I feel myself get goosebumps yes. every time it yes. starts building yes. up. Yes. Um, the score really is good now that you bring it up. Just like they, they really there was a that. lot of attention. <laughs> they did what they do that. Like they that. put a lot of attention to detail into the score. Well, well they, something uh, else that I thought was really interesting about the score as well. Like they, you were kind of mentioning that they were like going for not only the new generation but the old. I mean, yes. my like my biggest, my favorite thing to come out of Happily Ever After. And it, I mean, I bawled because it is my favorite, like, super underrated Disney movie is when they put in um, Hunchback of Hunchback, Notre Dame. Yes. Oh, don't get me started. Mm-hmm. I have a pin. I made a TikTok. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I have like, a hot figure. Mm-hmm. The, moment that, that, the moment that they brought the rose window from mm-hmm. the oh, Notre Dame itself <sighs> and just you hear Quasimodo, I mean, you just... Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was very unexpected in my opinion because seeing how the way things in the parks were kind of changing, you know, more like very, the modern stuff, you know, Frozen and all that coming out. Exactly, the new generation. I felt they would hit more on that. And so how it starts off with, you know, Brave and um, Princess the Frog, and you're like, okay, I see where this is going. But then they they throw in that hunchback (coughs) and it's like, oh, okay. like. And what's cool is they even throw in like way older stuff like they have songs from Jungle Book and mm-hmm. you know Tarzan. Tar- oh, yeah, Tarzan, yeah. Snow White. Like they have mm-hmm. they have songs from movies from way back to the thirties to that came exactly. out a couple months well not really a couple months ago, but it feels like it, you know. It does a really good job of playing off every single generation that's probably in the park. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. that's what I think is a very big deal with that music and I think it's a really mm-hmm. good point that you're making with that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like in like like the cover of um, now I can't remember it. Love's an open door. Yes, that loves, one, an, that one yeah. loves an open door. Like they, like I just think it's so beautiful. And when like the fireworks go up, but then you also have the you know the regular versions of you know like the Princess and the Frog song, and I'm forgetting names right now. But <laughs> right. I, yeah, I just think that mix is is really yeah awesome. And I'll say, don't say any hate to anybody. I mean, nobody's gonna get hate. Nobody. Gets hate. <laughs> I've never, I've never had a single person get hate from this podcast. It's not that popular. Y'all. They're both great um, shows. They're both great shows, but also, like, yes. if you say anything about like, oh, they don't know the, they don't know the music. Okay, there's a lot of songs that are mixed a lot together. Of it's so like my the most brain. extreme medley but... for both of these shows. So don't get started, mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, they do, especially in like, I know they do it in both Wishes and Happily Ever After, like they bring in the idea of like the villains, but yes. it's like, I noticed more in Happily Ever After that they brought in more of mm-hmm. the, the scores of the villains in that one, and it's like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't catch those little nuances mm-hmm. like that, I mean, when you think of a Disney score for a Disney show, you're like, oh, main song, main song. But exactly. They throw in those like side characters, and you're like, oh, okay. Like I the remember villains this are really tune. popular right now. So Very. I think, was, I think it was a good idea to add some of that in because they the the villains almost have like their own little cult following. 
they really do. do. They really do. Even with this villains after hour event that's going yes. on, like it's which I'm so it's jealous. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. I wasn't at first because I was on a, I was on the uh, an episode last year of Disney T with B, um, the podcast plug to them because I love them. Um, but we were talking about the villains when they announced it, and we were not mm-hmm. here for it. But this new one, this new kind of revamped one, I'm kind of here for. It's pretty cool. They threw in some more characters. Mm-hmm. And- it looks like they really like, kind of take notes. Yeah, like I know Disney sometimes tries to be you know kind of money grabby and what kind of you know but it just seems like it, they're actually taking notes and they're changing it and making it better right mm-hmm. which I you know commend them mm-hmm. on especially for this event because mm-hmm. you know this is a company that does not by any means have to do that yes but um, those are fantastic um, arguments for the music but now we're going to move mm-hmm. on to our next section which is the pyrotechnics and the effects mm-hmm. of the shows we're going to go ahead and start with wishes with Lauren Lauren go ahead and tell us your argument so it's funny because I'm supposed to argue why they're the best pyrotechnics, but that's that's the thing about wishes is that it wasn't all about the pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. They really went more into the lights, uh, the projections, than they did the fireworks. The fireworks were very minimal. Every mm-hmm. now and then they had like the occasional like burst of light, as if it was your shooting star, your wishing star, and you know the type of fireworks that burst to almost look like stars in the sky right they they went very minimal on that and i almost value that because sometimes sometimes i feel like and you know i don't again i love both shows not gonna bash (laughs) hardcore but with happily ever after there's so much going on that's a very good point i feel like you can't be looking at every which way at once mm-hmm. like something's happening on the castle but you want to look at the fireworks but then there's something on the castle it's like old spice it's like mm-hmm. look here now look back now look back at me and look here. <laughs> it's it's almost <laughs> if like which i know like i'm not yeah, we're debating here but <laughs> it's almost if like wishes every single firework and light is is carefully thought out and very classically like use it around you know right yeah, it, it was it was definitely calculated very calculated, it was very directive because wishes could seem more calculated and it and i will say wishes did have more pyrotechnics than happily ever after and you know that's just the truth on that mm-hmm. um but i'll say like wishes was very calculated where i'm not saying happily ever after isn't but it's also very it like lauren said it's a lot at one time and mm-hmm. it's, it makes for a great show don't get me wrong mm-hmm. But it can be, like, compar- comparatively, it can be a lot to take in at one time compared to Wishes, where you could kind of sit and watch and mm-hmm. take in this firework at this time and this change of lights on the castle and that. So, yeah. Yeah. And something else, you know, again, with Wishes and their fireworks being, like, very calculated and very precise in what was happening with the story, um, the other thing that I thought was really kind of fun for the beginning of the show um, was when they introduced Tinkerbell in the beginning whereas spoiler alert halfway ever (laughs) after they introduced her like almost at the very end of the entire show and for someone who you know has been going to Disney since Wishes has been about and they're like where's Tinkerbell oh my Mm -hmm. gosh where's Tinkerbell and then 
she just doesn't show up until the very end. Like, I get that that's kind of like a tease, but at the same time, I like the beginning placement of Tinkerbell because it gets you more excited for what's about to happen in the story, I think. Right. Um, um, and of course, Tinkerbell being, you know, the pixie with the pixie death and <coughs> your wishes come true. Actually, that's the blue fairy, but you know. Um, my mom hadn't, my, so my mom and I, we grew up going to Disney, we grew up seeing Wishes Together, and my mom, that was her favorite part, seeing Tinkerbell, and we went back the summer of 2018, I believe, and she hadn't seen it happily ever after, and she doesn't, she's very low-key about Disney, she doesn't keep up with everything, but Tinkerbell's her favorite part, and I didn't tell her anything about going on in the show, and we were already crying at the show for, like, personal reasons, and then... Tinkerbell comes out my mom just starts like bawling crying because she was so happy to see it so that one has a little bit of a nostalgia I really like that they kept her in for happily ever after because it's it's almost like a throwback to witches exactly exactly it is and at the same time like again with um the idea of reaching every age of Disney Mm-hmm. Tinkerbell is so iconic. I mean, yes, she's the idea of never growing up. She's the idea mm-hmm. of childhood and that that feeling of being young again. So mm-hmm. seeing her, it is. It's a nostalgia factor, and it just it makes you happy. It makes you mm-hmm. smile. And I think both shows did beautifully with how they displayed her. Mm -hmm. Uh, But truly, I think that the pyrotechnics of Wishes was very minimal in such a precise, strategic way that it it made you pay attention to what was Mm -hmm. actually happening on the castle, which may not have been a lot, but Mm -hmm. it was enough to tell the story of wishing and the characters and you still got all of the imagery of you know the genie when he was talking about you know you never had a friend like me and with like right in the beginning of wishes when they go through like all the couple princesses where it's like cinderella wishes to go to the ball and Uh you know cinderella or not cinderella oh my gosh (laughs) snow white wishes uh for her prince ariel wishes to be a human and you get the imagery and the colors of those princesses and I feel like that's almost all you need when you tell a story like wishes yeah it really plays off the imagination it really did it kind of made you it kind of made you work a little bit with your imagination instead of just kind of feeding it to you it Mm -hmm. kind of it was like hey use your imagination like you you know like like you should while you're here at the park in my opinion Mm -hmm. it's like you know yeah it's kind of like that is yeah that is Disney. I mean, you go and use your imagination. I mean, you you look at something that happens out in random in the park and you're like, oh, Disney magic. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it it really does feel like that <clears throat> when you're just around. No, and that... I also think a big part, just to throw in there, is um, before we move on to Happily Ever After, is that I think something big for Wishes is Wishes did... It was the show that brought Tinkerbell flying out of the castle to any and all future fireworks shows. It it, it put itself as an iconic moment mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom Nighttime Spectacular. Um, and it also uh, kind of led the way for the eventual projection mapping for mm-hmm. Happily Ever After with, you know, the uh, 
the the section where it would be Sorcerer's Apprentice and the Mickey's Sorcerer's Hat, like the stars and moon would be mm-hmm. on the castle and yes, the color changes and stuff. It it kind of it kind of was that first step to playing with light and imagery on the castle during a spectacular, yes. which mm-hmm. I think was uh, I think it's a big point to throw in there mm-hmm. too. Um, but no, I think that was a fantastic argument for wishes. And now we're going to move over to Happily Ever After. Shy, tell us about the pyro and effects for the show. Um, so yeah, Happily Ever After kind of uses the best, I think, of the technology that we have today in, in, oh, in, definitely. in really telling a story and being able to portray it, not only, um, you know, through hearing, but also, um, seeing and I really like how it it reminds me a lot of Celebrate the Magic the projection show that happened I miss like, Celebrate the Magic yes yeah, so much that was that one of my was favorite such things. a good show and when Walt would pop up I'd be yes. in tears mm-hmm. and I really think it it helps illuminate like all around the castle it's not just I find I found with um wishes it's really just the castle kind of right mm-hmm. but the I feel like happily ever after it really kind of engulfs the hub and it just does. like everything around it, um, especially with the little, I don't know what they're called, but they're just outside of the castle. And, and like even the side yeah, turrets. Like the little, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because those turrets. were installed for this show. Like uh, the castle exactly. expanded for this show, which has never happened before. Exactly. So I really feel like it engulfs almost the full like Magic Kingdom <clears throat> because since there like is. Like the square. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I even found, I'll say this, I grew up with wishes wishes was my favorite i kind of almost refused to see happily ever after after it was <laughs> well there were a lot of people who did that so like you're not you're not like any kind you're of not alone specific, yeah you're not alone in that mm-hmm. and um uh, a little bit of backstory me and my sister's favorite movie was was tangled and then she passed away right before like happily ever after came out so i was standing in frontier land and it was on one of our trips and i was like i just, I just don't want to see the show i'd rather you know go ride the rides and kind of bitter oh her wishes leaving and we were walking to frontier land and i heard i see the light from tangled playing and it just kind of like encompassed me from frontier land and i watched the show and i was like heard the music, I finished it, I was like, I need to see the show up close. It, like, for some reason, it just, like, really ties you in with, like, seeing the fireworks, being able to see them from pretty much anywhere in the park. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. si- since since Wishes was simple, and in a good way, I just feel like there's no bad place to see Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, it's more of, like, what are you wanting to see? Are you wanting to see full projections and everything? Mm-hmm. And fireworks, are you wanting just to see fireworks? Because you mm-hmm. can still get the story from just fireworks and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So, and yeah. by hearing the music, mm-hmm. the same. It really, like, comes in to, to tell the story. And I think that um, seeing the... You, I think you, at least once you got to see the projections. But Almost I really like... definitely. They're really, impressive. Exactly. I really love that since it is so big, um, you can watch it from the poly, the contemporary, you can, and you feel like you're almost in the park because it's so grand and miraculous, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Space um, of Earth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Closing in May. I'm going to cry. Don't um, remind uh, me. Uh, I'm also not going to say what date they actually project how long is going to be closed i will keep that to myself if you guys don't want to know <laughs> oh no i know and i'm very um upset about it. i literally think of that gift sometimes where it's the lady going i am disgusted <laughs> <laughs> yes 
Because that is me at the uh, thought of that. <laughs> like, like, I know she needs it, but it's just like, uh, She does need it. She, I don't want to let She is the go. prettiest girl in school, though. She really is. <laughs> She's about to be the most beautiful girl in yes. school. Yes. She is. Mm. Glow up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's... I don't know if that was too long of an argument, but... No, no, <laughs> no. it was fantastic. Um, no, yeah, it was perfect. Um, I also think it's important to throw in there that mm-hmm. Happily Ever After really brought kind of like that big factor back to a nighttime spectacular that we haven't had in a long time. It really mm-hmm. did. And I also yeah. think... I heard... I mean, I know a lot of people, like a, a huge complaint about in the parks right now is IP, bringing in too much IP and things right. like that. But I think that in Happily Ever After, inside the Magic Kingdom, that makes the most sense to have the most visually Disney show and encompasses yes. like the mo- the biggest part of Disney, which is the movies. Um, exactly. So I like that it features, you know, so many movies. Like the video is just pretty, pretty perfect. I, I also just think something that's also really cool is like they brought back animators from those movies to redraw, you know, new animation for the yeah. show. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm I'll get a little spoily here, but like like when Ursula wraps her tentacles around the castle mm-hmm. and stuff, like those effects are yes. so genuinely good. Like mm-hmm. it looks like these characters are all over the castle. It looks mm-hmm. like it, there there are parts where you're sitting there and you're like, that is a real person. Mm-hmm. And like, like I will never understand like the crazy projection technology that Disney has yes. just brought to life because I remember seeing whether it was Wishes or any of the nighttime shows as like recently when I was in uh, Disney for Halloween and I got to see Happily Ever After for the first time the mm-hmm. Halloween night shows it's like I it's crazy just what they can do it is insane with, pro- with projections because <clears throat> you and I see a projection here and it's on a wall and you're like oh cool big screen mm-hmm. TV right. but then you go and see a video or go to Disney and you're like wait where is this coming from it, it, it's literally it really, Disney magic yeah. wraps around and you're looking up like, you're like that is a woman that is not animation mm-hmm. of Tiana that is a woman standing, standing up there, on the, there castle, on the castle, and I don't yes. know how it's possible because, like, it's mm-hmm. it's so real. And I think that's what's super cool about the show is like what what also is really cool is like the effects even ooze out into the hub. Like, because if I don't know if people have ever noticed, because it's something I've noticed. I know a lot of people do, but like um, the, the like the fairy firefly lights that come on during and after the show. Um, yes, the yes. The water fountains little, change color. It's a whole yes. thing. sound they make. They almost make like a twinkling sound. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that really brought, like, I will say it's one of the most magical experiences I've mm-hmm. had just by these effects in in in, in any Disney park. And mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a must see show. I think both were. But like happily ever after really brought that effect of Nighttown mm-hmm. Spectacular for like a modern audience. So I think that's a very yes. big selling point. Mm-hmm. And I really like how the projections will match the fireworks. Kind of like when the Toy Story's happening, it's little like blocks and figures when yeah. yeah, it has her water symbol and the hook. You know, sometimes they don't come out perfect or right. Right, but you, it's so, fireworks. you get, you get mm-hmm. it. The hearts. Um, Imagination. <laughs> Merida with her with target. That's, yes. That was, oh my gosh. That, was that part's amazing. And it's, it's the first real like shooting firework of the show. So it really it just is. like, woo. Mm-hmm. And then Mulan, when she does the cannon, that is one mm-hmm. of the most intense moments. That was of that really show. cool. Oh, and it. the and the gong before 
a yes. I think it's like a gong noise, something like that. But yeah, it's like dong. Yeah. Gong bass drum. I don't know. It's only the <laughs> sound that gets you exactly. in the chest. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. No, I think that I think that was a fantastic argument. And now we're gonna move on to the final section of our court case here. The big and baddest one, the most exciting one, the story of each show. So Lauren, go ahead and give us your argument for the story of wishes. So again, I mentioned it earlier because it co-plays with the music. Mm-hmm. But you watch wishes and you are a kid again. You mm-hmm. are sitting in front of your TV watching all of these movies that you've grown up with and that you've come to know and love with the music and the movies stories that all of those stories just become one in wishes and it tells the story of the princesses wanting their wishes or you know Pinocchio, Peter Pan, all of them Mm -hmm. right and Aladdin and all of these other lovable and caring Mm -hmm. characters that as children and adults have come to love and that is where I think the core of the wishes Mm -hmm. story is so amazing because we all wish for something in life there's not Mm -hmm. one person on this earth that doesn't wish for something and it could be something selfish it could be something selfless or it could be something that's in a word impossible Mm -hmm. but you know nothing's impossible really right if you just dream and wish you just have to believe and i think that's where the core of wishes Mm -hmm. is at is believing and wishing for you know happiness and love and Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean it just it makes you again it makes you become a child you feel like just you just feel like a kid again and you just Mm want to sit in front of the tv with your your gross like yeah junk foods and stuff (laughs) (laughs) you want to pop in that vhs tape and just get ready to watch Um, oh my gosh feel really simple again it did yes and that that is where we get lost Mm -hmm. in the world nowadays is everything is chaotic it's rushed and we need to slow down that's Mm -hmm. where I think wishes really it brings you back Mm -hmm. and you want to wish for happier times but you're already having them when Mm -hmm. you're in Disney right and it was really that good slow down like you said slow down it was that good slow down end of your day at the magic kingdom exactly like you just went into space and saw a ghost and fought off at berserk (laughs) and traveled into the stories Mm -hmm. of tom sawyer and fought pirates and now you're finishing your day off with a lovely show that is exciting but also Mm -hmm. really reverts you back to that kind of calm chilled out state that you Mm -hmm. had you know watching the movies growing up Mm. And even then, like, Wishes had its climactic moments. And so not only did it bring you back to a slow, chill moment, but it brought you up. And then it brought you back to that <clears throat> safe place. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then once the show was over, you left just wanting more. But at the same time, like, you were satisfied exactly. with Very how your day ends. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And-, and your heart was full and your you're even more happy than you probably were in 
20 minutes ago right when you weren't watching the show <laughs> so it's yeah i just i feel like the core mm. wishes was bringing you back to childhood and wishing you never had to grow up but it was okay to because right. you have that moment and i think with any any disney show that nighttime kind of spectacular kind of your send off it really gives you the like Disney vacations can be tough at times it gets hot crowded families argue it happens but it just it really puts you in that place of like we're here we're like as a family in this moment yes yes no, that's my mom and I definitely great, had that moment same here mm-hmm. with my sister and cousin on our last trip it was definitely it definitely gives you that moment and I also mm-hmm. uh, just want to put out for the story um I only have to say two words before I... I mean, there's two things. One, I think what's really cool about the story for Wishes is it's it's almost kind of similar to Fantasmic, where it's mm-hmm. your wishes can be good mm-hmm. and hopeful and amazing, but also dark times can happen and wishes can be powerful yes. and evil at times when you have all the yes. villains. And then it comes back to... But always remember when you trust your heart and you listen to yourself mm-hmm. and you you wish for good, good things will happen. And I love that. Um, but the two the two words I want to say that are very important are Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket, I knew yes. it. Yes, yes. coming. Yeah. Anything with Jiminy Cricket, my hearing heart that, instantly fills up with joy. Mm-hmm. Hearing that voice, it's kind of like yeah. It's very. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jiminy Cricket. I love how he's just he's mm-hmm. so calming. He is a conscience. Like there's no there's something about Jiminy Cricket's voice that is just purely iconically Disney and yes. if you hear it you're like this is Disney this mm-hmm. is the feeling Disney gives me and I'm gonna throw a real back when when you could watch Wishes and then do Spectral Magic and Jiminy was hosting both yes. it was just like a double whammy of yes. that greatness and uh, I think I think that was like a really it, it's mm-hmm. just having him in the show was very important in my opinion mm-hmm. No, but those are fantastic arguments. And yes. now we're going to move on to the story of Happily Ever After. Shai, take us away. So, so like I said, the story of Happily Ever After. If you... So Wishes started, what, what was it, 2002? Yeah, uh, 2002, like, yeah, 2003. Like 2003. Early 2000s, we can say. Um, so yeah. the people... Or the people that grew up kind of seeing that show... If you were born in 2002, you're like 18 now. So I think it really when you watch that show it's it's truly about okay so we're wishing we wished for this dream now it's about taking action and to to make your dreams come true right and it's about like um you know kind of what y'all said about the going through dark times it it shows you that it's kind of going through the motions of life that there's love there's battle there's sadness there's really great times but you all like you make it out in the end and you reach your dream and you reach your goal and you keep moving kind of forward keep moving to forward to the next one keep exactly exactly and like and like every different kind of age group has their certain dreams wherever they're at in life and so i think playing on those nostalgic movies and things like that it really appeals to to every single person mm-hmm. um and just kind of hearing, like, at the end with, with Go the Distance and things settle down and just, like, it's, like, grab hold of your dreams and make them come true. And, like, you are the key to unlocking your own magic because 
if you don't get out there and you don't put yourself out there and you don't have that bravery, none of your dreams are going to come true. Which is and such but, an important mm-hmm. message to yes, convey. Like, it even is. if even if kids or adults or people, if it, even if it goes over your head, you still can somewhat mm-hmm. understand what it's saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's super cool about the the sh- the story of the show itself. It's it's not it's not like a passive experience. It's like it's like these characters are telling you, "Look at us, we did it. You can do it too." Exactly, and um, right, like don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Such a big one because even that mm-hmm. that moment where they're fighting all the villains, it's like these are the dark times that we went through, and now we're out on this side. Exactly. And as soon as Go the Distance started, I'm I am in like I don't hear tears. tears. I am sobbing. Yes. And it's, <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. Like my sister had to like shush me because I yes. was sobbing so loud in the middle. Like, of just, like weeping. It's like I was. I was like. <laughs> 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 well, and you know, you said it. Like it just, and it brings up like just m- memory of, you know, the good, the bad, mm-hmm. and all of that, and you know you can get sobby at go to the distance i got super sobby when they started playing um you'll be in my heart yes. from tarzan oh, yes. same here. because mm-hmm. you know it instantly just it triggers in you in a good way like memories of maybe somebody you or that wasn't with you or someone you've lost like yes for, exactly for me that made me think of my grandma who mm-hmm. had not been on this earth in quite a long while mm. and you know you miss someone so dearly and you hear a song and the story of like Tarzan and it's just like ah, oh, it just it tugs your heartstrings exactly and I think a little bit going back up so um my sister had three kids she passed away in 2017 we always said we want to take our kids to Disney and in 2018 that's when me and my mom went down and we took the kids um same Tinkerbell story where she cried but that's so amazing I'm, I'm <laughs> when sorry that I is amazing thank you so yeah so me and her and my sister's three kids like standing there and like you'll be in my heart playing like we have a picture and we're just like all crying and like hugging and it's, <laughs> it, it's a really special like it, it was a really special moment that like you'll be in my heart because it yeah it just I think every single person can relate to that and yes, relate to I agree really any moment even if these are fictional and fantasy stories it, it, it they have dreams too and it's showing like I don't know like nothing like you said nothing's impossible yeah which yeah. like even though they're fictional and fantasy stories they are rooted in mm-hmm. real human problems and real human desire exactly and exactly. i think that's what really gets people with this show and like mm-hmm. i'll say this as as the judge i think wishes had a easier to understand and more cohesive story mm-hmm. um because you had jimmy cricket telling you what was going on he was there he was a full narrator where with happily Mm -hmm. ever after you are getting that we do have a narrator but it's also kind of in theme with the show of you have to make your own path so you kind of have to make your own way to understanding the the full story of happily ever after exactly Mm -hmm. so and and i i like that in a way because it's almost like you can take on your own meanings to it exactly it's not like this is exactly happening she's fight uh, uh you know 
princess is fighting a villain, it's more like, okay, it's it's vague, so you can apply it to almost any aspect of your life. Right. It could be battling the dark times. It could be mm-hmm. it could be overcoming something. It could be um, spending time with your loved one. It just it's it's what whatever the story whatever the emotions and story conveys to you from that is what the story is to you, which I think is exactly. super cool about the mm-hmm. show. Um, and like like in You'll Be in My Heart on the projections if, if i'm not mistaken it's not just showing relationships like it's not romantic it's, it's, it's family it's friendships, relationships family. friendships yeah, yeah. and i yeah and i really like it like that that it's not just focuses on the romance it focuses about any kind of love in yes. your life and, I th- and I think disney's been doing thing. really good with that lately yes like, especially like i know because if you're a freak like me and you watch like interviews of people in <laughs> movies like Kristen Bell from Frozen mm-hmm. who's Anna she was so enthralled with Frozen the first one being more about familial love yes sisterly yes. love than like relationship love and that continued again into Frozen 2 same with um, Moana family love mm-hmm. and yes like with the father and the grandma and yeah yes. brave like, there wasn't even daughter. it's yeah there was no it, kind it's of it's becoming so much more love. relevant and I love mm-hmm. that like and especially with like Frozen 2 for example if you haven't seen it I'm sorry spoiler alert stop listening right now <laughs> if you haven't seen Frozen 2 I'm so sorry but like Anna and Kristoff finally have their moment. Kristoff finally, mm-hmm. like, actually shows love. But exactly. then Anna also gives the same amount of love back to her own sister. And it's mm-hmm. just, you get the best of both. You get the familial and yes. relationship exactly. love. And mm-hmm. I just, uh, And that's mm, what I think was really kiss. cool about mm-hmm. Happily Ever After's mm-hmm. story is, you know, it, you know, with Wishes, we had the story of these are wishes you can come true. Believe in yourself, believe in stuff, and Mm -hmm. it can come true, which is a very important message I fully, you know, agree with and subscribe to. But I also think with Happily Ever After, the story of this is for everybody who was in this park, because there's the whole, Mm -hmm. there's the whole friendship section. There's the romantic section. There is the battling evil section. There, like, it's like whatever you're going through, there is a moment in Happily Ever After for Mm -hmm. you to relate to, which I think is very important connecting and the connections you've made with people and, and yourself and the time that you've had exactly exactly and mm-hmm. um i think that was a fantastic argument for um the story of happily ever after so now it comes down to this it comes down to what i the judge um <laughs> in my black robe and uh, on my podium with my gavel I'm not on my floor with the apples to apples box and pizza beside me. I am in court. <laughs> nope, nope. Do you have a powdered wig? It's not official if you don't have a powdered wig. Oh my gosh. Um, do now. Just, just, just thought it up. It's right here. Oh, cool. Found okay. It. It was in my drawer. Sorry. Misplaced it. it. Um. <laughs> it's Probably the first like episode mothballs. of season two. It's understandable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to dust off some of it, pour powder on it. We're good now. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> great okay now i look like a poodle and um (laughs) awesome love it but i am going to give the best nighttime spectacular in magic kingdom to happily ever after and that is my final decision and i will say this well done well done case closed this yes case closed <laughs> and we're done. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but um, the thing that really 
kind of sent me over the top with this because I was I was very in favor for wishes, if I'm mm-hmm. honest. When when Lauren brought up the uh, the whole um, it being able to have like a deeper story and uh, it it was it 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 really was a stepping stone. And for a lot of a lot of times for me personally, stepping stones can be almost more important than the big final project. Yes. And which I'm not saying it wasn't the big final project, but you know it, it was it led up to Happily Ever After. But as soon as you said, as soon as you kind of brought this to my attention, Cheyenne, that I really wasn't, I really didn't think about Happily Ever After. Really is like a sequel for people mm-hmm. who grew up with wishes, and I yes. I think I think as soon as you said that, it really connected because it's never connected it with swayed. me before. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. really swayed me over to that side. Because I've never, really I agree. Thought, I've never, never really thought about it being a like an actual sequel mm-hmm. for those of us who grew up with wishes. Because it is yeah, like, I think, yeah, it's like you had your wishes as a kid. You mm-hmm, are now a exactly. young adult. You are making your way in this world, and this, mm-hmm. and you can do it. You have to. And unlock, you're following yeah. your dreams now. Exactly. You're unlocking your own magic. When you said unlocking your own magic, I was like that. Mm-hmm. That right there. That is what just won this <laughs> case for me. So congratulations. Thank to you. To you and happily ever after. <laughs> Thank you. Good job, Lauren. I, I love I love Thanks. wishes. I grew up with wishes, so it was very hard. But I've become a diehard convert. I I think I think that was really fun. I think that's I, the, I think that's what was really fun about this episode is mm-hmm. I've had other theme park courts where people are like I kind of like this but I, mm-hmm. I really like this where all three of us were kind of like I really like all three exactly. a lot <laughs> so it was like yeah it's not I, bad I don't think no oh my gosh I, I will say because like with being on um your last your episode with like the holiday show oh yeah I didn't even. I've only seen the Halloween because I've only been there the one time and the person I was going up against, Marcelo, bless him, <laughs> um, he had been to the Christmas show and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, so he's I never have, been like, to mm-hmm, Halloween, so you're both kind of like, eh. But like with mm-hmm, this, it's right. something all three of us have experienced and or been able to see Seen. at some point. So it's like, yes. that, so it, yeah. it was definitely something... Not, I don't want to say easier, but it was, it was easier <laughs> yeah. to debate. But it was also, it was e- easier to see each side. Yes, because it was. we all love the shows for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Cheyenne, I think you nailed it, nailed it on the head with everything that you said. And you know, I'm with Scott. I never would have connected mm-hmm. that it was a sequel. And I think that is brilliant see that's why she graduated top of her class in law school (laughs) yeah at yale elwood's hill i should have gone to yale (laughs) yeah you should have gone to yale (laughs) don't know her (laughs) whatever Mm. oh my gosh uh that (laughs) sorry that really made me laugh Any, any now legally, legally blonde, blonde musical yes. podcast. Yes. Any any legally blonde musical or movie references always makes me always make me laugh. Literally all I just need now is for you to be like, what? Like it's hard? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love that. <laughs> um, but before we go, I want to go ahead and give my two amazing guests, lawyers, fantastic people, um, El Woods's um, their <laughs> Their chance to plug it, it is now. If I say it three times, okay. oh, what's this? Oh, what's this? Oh, what's this? Now it's in the dictionary. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, but I want to go ahead and give them their chance to plug their social medias and all their fun products that they're doing. So let's go ahead and start off. So, Lauren, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I would love to, honestly. Um, 
I am on Instagram. You can find me at Lil Mer Girl, which is L I L M E R Girl. Um, I post Disney things. I post my personal life things. I'm also a cosplayer, so please and support your artists. Oh, thanks. This is coming. I think I'm pretty amateur, but no, no, I don't agree because, like, I'm saying this. I. Lauren is somebody I know actually in my personal life. You know, most guests I have on here I don't. Hey. But Lauren is somebody I know actually in my personal life. And I've seen these cosplays up close and they are phenomenal. So I'm telling you, you need to go follow her for this stuff. It is insane. Yeah, I yeah. It's it's just a fun, like passion project hobby. And my latest cosplay, if you are again Disney fans, fans of Kingdom Hearts. Please go check out my Riku cosplay. That is my new pride and joy because he is best boy. He is always best boy and I will fight you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but yes, find me on Instagram. That is where I'm most active. Um, Follow your artists, follow Dislike on uh, Instagram as well. And listen to this podcast. Uh, Thank you. So there's not only my plug, but his plug. <laughs> okay. And um, Cheyenne, unfortunately, uh, lost connection with us just a few moments ago. But she did just tell me what she wants me to plug. And she wants to plug her Twitter, which is at um, C-H-Y-S-N-D-S. Shy Sands. Um, uh, with Shy Sands with no vowels was what she just messaged me. So again, that's C-H-Y-S-N-D-S. She posts a lot of Disney content. She's very, she's a very interesting person. I highly recommend you follow her and enjoy all her content. And it's with been a the, pleasure talking to her. It was, and I'm so grateful she came on the show. So Cheyenne, when you listen to this, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to message you anyway thank afterwards, you, but you still need to know. Um, and I also uh, want to plug my stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. You can feel, you can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96. And you can follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic. Um, I post TikToks. Pro- I probably post like two or three a week. And um, Twitter, I'm always on there. Uh, always talking about theme parks and Disney and all fun stuff. And then Instagram, I go live uh, once a week. Uh, usually I used to try to go live like once or twice a month as myself and then once or twice a month with the Great Movie Club which is a uh, Disney Plus movie club kind of like a book club that I do with my friend Victoria or he calls me Pineapple Princess um, and uh, you can join that um, and with that all being said thank you so much for listening to this theme park court episode of Dyslexic if you like this episode then you can check out all of season one of, of Dyslexic season one of ultimate imagineer my theme park design uh reality show that just finished up in january and episode one of season two on all pad- podcast platforms including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and stitcher and all others you can find me pretty much anywhere if you want to listen on another podcast platform and if you really really like this episode then give us five star rating on your preferred podcast platform feel free to leave a voicemail or dm the show if you have ideas or thoughts about the episode and once again thank you all so much for listening have an amazing week everybody theme park court is adjourned and bye everybody bye bye